Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Purpose. We're back for another episode. Who's with us today? Well, uh, interesting story here. <laughs> uh, now, I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea, okay? Because this is not like a, this is not going to happen all the time. It was just kind of a, just for this this time. But we found out two of our uh, cohorts. Yeah. Is there something negative we could say about them? Uh, the weakest links. Okay, that, that works. Yeah. Decided that they couldn't make it tonight. They had other engagements. I mean, last week we made all these commitments. Yeah. We're back in, you know, we're back in, we're re-engaged. Every we're other week. We're going to be here every other week. We got it on our schedules. Wah, wah, wah. Yep, crickets. Crickets. So, I was on the phone with a dear friend. I don't know if he would say the same about me, especially right now. <laughs> and I said, why don't you come do a podcast? This was about, we. so we got here at 7.30. That was what time right. we were going to meet yep. here at the church. And I was, that was 7.15. Wow. Yes. That, yes. I like it. Yes. Yes. And yeah. uh, um, he was on time. And uh, so we're introducing for the first time the podcast. Jimmy, what's your real name? Grant. James Grant Craycraft. Welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> glad to be here, guys. <laughs> Is that serious, though? Are you really glad to be here? Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> In your presence. <laughs> just don't be, just, you know, if you get a phone call from Kevin on a Thursday, you can still answer it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might pose a question. <laughs> no, uh, I and I and I told Jimmy. I said, uh, "All right, all right." So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about a topic tonight. Not and I go. Can I go ahead and introduce it? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So the topic that that I kind of has been on my heart and mind has been the topic of being faithful in our relationship with God in in kind of the the times in our life where there's a lull or where it's just kind of mundane or it's just your average, you know, day. And and I even posed that to Jimmy. I said, you know, here's what we're going to talk about. He goes, "Well, I'm terrible in those times." <laughs> exactly. I said, "Well, then you're perfect. You're a perfect guest." Because I think, you know, I guess, and part of the reason this comes up, you know, why I think this is a good topic is because we all are. Yeah. Sure, we've all had those times in our life where we're on that high and running strong, and then you get back into the grind, and everything kind of peters out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be what we talk about, and we'll get to it here shortly, but uh, we're going to run through our, our normal stuff. Normal schedule. Yeah. We were just yeah. talking before the podcast about uh, news that's newsworthy currently, and I think everybody in the room's kind of really, um, for the lack of a better term, just kind of checked out of what's been going on in the news because it's been pretty negative. It's so divisive that we just kind of, I, I know personally, I've kind of just not really. Paid. So you're not watching anything? Nothing. 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 You're not on I'm, social media. I'm not listening to the podcast that I used to listen to. I'm just listening to books on the way to work and home. I mean, I'm just... You're not, completely checked out? Pretty much. As much as you can be without being... I mean, if you're on the internet, you're seeing stuff. 
And with all the flyers we're now getting in the mail because the midterms. You didn't see up. the Joe Biden stuff the other day? Which one? The one where he's talking about um, the. Uh, uh, the F 15s? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was part of it. Yeah, I heard that one. Yeah. So, thoughts? Thoughts? Uh, well, initial thoughts, and this is just me being a smart aleck and kind of cheeky, but the Taliban didn't have F 15s and they took a country back in a week. Mm. The Vietnamese didn't have F-15s, and they stalled out a coalition of forces for years. So it's not a real accurate statement, but it's not a pretty statement either way you look at it. I know. it's not, And, and with the way he ran his inaugural speech where it was unification, unite, bring everybody together, let's all get back on the same page here, that's the polar opposite of Oh, that. my gosh. It's, it's just alienating a huge section of this country, and it's just it, it was not unifying in the least. Jimmy, thoughts? First time guest, James Craycraft, talking about Joe Biden. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> this it's is okay. not going to be good. It's, it's, okay. It's, it's okay, because Nate's not here, so yeah. it's all right. Yeah. Well, I can't remember. Who did Nate vote for? Oh. I can't. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't talk about it. He's, he's made some really good choices in his life. <laughs> No, I'm serious, Jimmy. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I really have none. Yeah. It's, uh, he's been very, uh, opposite of uniting. Sure. Um, it's been very, uh, so much more, um, dividing and, and unfortunately, I just, I don't know. It's just not a, we're we're really in the. We really need uh, a lot more God in our country at this point. Yeah, yeah amen to that. I, yeah, and I agree. I, I I think you know. In in, you know, just looking at that and thinking to my to yourself like. What the heck, man? And the reality is, like, it's both these extremes, okay? And I'm not, I'm not condoning either. And and I'm, I'm not even saying that the statement is wrong, from a, right. with with in regard to certain individuals who are that that far right extremism. Like, sure. it's not right. It's not okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not condoning that. But to call it out and to make it, I mean as as you alluded to to make it sound like what what um i think they 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 said it sounded like the way that um oh uh bush uh help me george george w bush talked about the al qaeda oh yeah that, i mean that's yeah. that was the comparison this this sounds from a language standpoint. This sounds the same as the way George W. Bush talked about the Al Qaeda. Yeah. You know, that's that was the comparison. Now whether that's true, whether it's accurate, you know, whatever. But like, I mean, what, when you create this division like that, I mean, when you're when you're pushing against that, it's only making things worse, and it's taking all the people in the middle, and, and it's it's almost forcing your hand to make you know, to make a choice. And, mm-hmm. and then at what point, like, is there unification and, and can we come back together on this? I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. N- and neither side is doing anything to help. No, that's, it's intentional. And, and, you know, from what I believe, like a lot of these moves are intentional to cause chaos and to cause distractions and to cause us to be 
ununited just so that they, you know, have the ability to proceed how they want to, I guess. I don't really know exactly where that goes, but... Uh, I know. Where does it end? I don't know. But, I mean, it's, you know, as a, as, as a human, you're not going to want to give up power in any way. I mean, that's just unnatural. Once you have power, you don't want to give it up. And we're coming from a time where the government has a huge amount of power. Oh, but the greatest, the greatest moment in the history of the world, the greatest being with the most power gave it up. He did. To save the world. He did. Absolutely. So that's the only answer. Mm -hmm. Going back to Jimmy's point. Yeah. I Really? Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, But, but that's not going to happen. I mean, no. So... But we got, you know, we got the midterms coming up. And I was we, talking about Jesus in yes. case anybody yeah. didn't pick yeah. up on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about him every uh, so often. Yeah, we but. just throw him in there. Boom, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, yeah, I think everybody was anticipating after uh, Joe Biden was elected that there was a cooling down period that I think everybody was anticipating and looking forward to. And I don't think it's happened. And I don't think it's going to happen after the midterms. Um, I think this is just a continuous trend of just hype. And um, we've just got to learn to deal with it and to filter out what information we can get out of it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, in the news, uh, I know um, that's pretty neat to me that we're sending another rocket to the moon, around the moon. It's supposed to take off yesterday, and they scratched it. But it might take off on Saturday. So that's pretty exciting. I mean, something to you know think about. I know I talked to Claire about it. About We were outside the other night, and the moon was out, and it was pretty interesting to think about that there was a you know a rocket that was going to go all the way back there. So hopefully they get off without a hitch. It's unmanned, so hopefully everything just runs smooth and we. Can they didn't even send a monkey up in it. No, I don't think so. That's probably that's disappointing. That's probably frowned upon these days. I, I mean, it used to happen all the time. Yeah, used to. You're, You're telling me no more monkeys are going to space. I'm not saying that. This is I'm a saying. step back from monkey kind. Uh, this is true. They had the opportunity, and we have we have taken that opportunity away from them now. That's Terrible. true. Yeah. Um, this weekend, uh, Scott, we had Scott at church, which was awesome to have him up there. Um, what are you saying? What? Do you, what oh, that is awkward. Oh, I mean, it was really good to have him, and then it's really good to have Kevin back next. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you, Kevin? Did that sound authentic to you, Jimmy? I mean, be honest. Uh, it might have been. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Totally was. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's he, getting less authentic. He, he missed well, you, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> In a real way. <laughs> well, we had a Scott talking about um, tithing, and it was a terrible sermon. It was a great sermon. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being salty right now. And it, you know, it all comes down to the the ultimate gift that was ever you know that was ever given to this world, and that's back to Jesus and his ultimate sacrifice and his ultimate gift to the church and to us. And that sounds so boring. I think it's pretty awesome actually. No, it really was. It really was. I listened to it. It was, it was a great sermon. Yeah, I enjoyed it between my runs to the, to the nursery and back to check on my children. But you know, that's the chapter of my life. But what are you going to do? I mean, you got to raise them now. Like you don't have a choice. Yeah. They're kind of, yeah, I'm kind of stuck with them. Yeah. You debate it some days, but that's the way it goes. But So, let's get into this there, Kevin. You know what? I feel like, so a lot of times when Cody's here, we talk about the Bengals. You know, when when Nate and Cody are talking, there's like Greenfield-Hillsboro banter. Yeah. 
When you're here, we talk a little bit history. We talk a little yeah, bit guns. I'm, I'm a nerd. Jimmy's yeah. a farmer. You all can talk farm or fantasy football. Are you a fantasy football? No, guy? I've, nope. I've never done any fantasy football. Good for you. Yeah, good for Jimmy. You, did you play sports in high school? I did not. You, I mean, you like you're kind of like my son Paul. Like you just you went for it, didn't you? From the beginning, you're like farming's farm. my gig. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna farm. Since we don't have Bengals and we don't have fantasy football, but you all have farming. How's farming going? Well, Jimmy loves John Deere tractors for one oh, thing. They, should, they did make a good plow one. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't understand agriculture, that was a burn. Okay, that was an agricultural burn that he just gave. Um, no, so <clears throat> Jimmy and I have a few uh, interesting uh, stories. So. Jimmy, when how, what grade did you move to Leesburg? Uh, I was a freshman. Okay. Freshman in high school. Okay. Moves to Leesburg. It just so happened uh, that that's the year I got my license. So, Oh, I thought you was seventh grade when Jimmy. you got there. <laughs> so I could, I could drive. I bought a B2200 Mazda. Mm. That was my first car. Real nice. I so we're on the lot, and there's a white uh, Chevy Camaro mm. T top. That's what you needed. Okay, <laughs> is what I wanted. No kidding. But right next to it was the B twenty two hundred Mazda mm. pickup truck, and my dad put on the pressure. Man, I mean, I wanted that Camaro so bad. <laughs> And he twisted my arm, and he twisted my arm, and I walked away with a B twenty two Mazda. And you're still truck. with us today because you got a pickup truck instead of a Camaro. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Mazda was the best alternative for him. <laughs> it was a four cylinder <laughs> stick shift, five speed, and I mean, we had to work at it to get to turn the wheels over. I mean, it just—I mean, you could not hardly get the thing spinning. But so. I mean, we we I think we got to be friends pretty soon, pretty quick after you were there. Yeah, I'm I'm a likable guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he and was. Kevin had no one else. <laughs> <laughs> that straight cab pickup truck didn't allow for very many friends. Yeah, the girls weren't flocking to it at the time. <laughs> but um, but I took Jimmy home from school. Uh, pretty regular. Yeah, but I mean, about every day, right? Yeah. We we'd uh, we were both in ag class together. As we got older, which was great about that, was uh, um, they had some. They were building, doing some building projects at the school in the ag department was at that time. And me and Jimmy and Steve Wiseman, right? Yes. That and did anybody else? S- Steve Setti would come Setti. out and help some too. Yep. Mainly us three. And then Steve said he would come every once in a while. Yep. We got out of, I can't. Almost every class. Almost every class. And we would go out uh, outside the school and we were putting gravel down and we were building walls for this greenhouse. I mean, we did all that work. And I don't know why they let us get away with that, but that was, was that senior year? You were doing the work for free. Uh, Maybe junior. I think it was junior year. And then, so. of course, senior year, we got out because we were working in the greenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> then we got to go home and work for our dads. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, we should have just stayed in school. Yeah, <laughs> been much easier. <laughs> but I'd take him home. Um, and well, one more story before we kind of go on here. <laughs> we were on our way home one one evening right after school, driving down there where where the new school is now. There it was. Uh, I don't know. I think it was grass. Was there beans or something or grass? It might have been some bean stubble. I can't remember. It was kind of early spring, I think, like February, March. So it, might, it, it was pretty empty fields. Right. So we're driving down through there, and we look out in the field, and there's a pot belly pig. No lie, Nelson. This is going to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> there's a pot belly pig running across the field. Well, Jimmy's a pig farmer. Well, yeah. I we, am not. We had lots of pigs. Uh, yes, you did. Uh, I am not a pig farmer. Right. I know we didn't have, I mean, we would raise a cow for beef, you know, that we would butcher or something like that, but, like, we didn't have a lot of animals. But we both look and see this pot pig and think, we have to catch it. Like, it wasn't, we didn't have to talk. We just knew, like, we have to go get this thing. We're farmers. That's what farmers do. This is somebody's pet, and we need to return it. We need to save this animal. Yes. We were going to be heroes. In the paper. I mean, whatever. (laughs) We'd take money reward, too. (laughs) We would have took anything. Could have fixed the windshield wipers on the Mazda. (laughs) Jeez. The ones that we had uh, twine tied to. to and pulled them back and forth so we could keep the window clean. (laughs) (laughs) So... We get we we stop the truck, and this was like now you stop on seven seventy one. There's gonna be like fifty million cars go by, but, but yeah, then then no one. Yeah, nobody went down seven seventy one. There was nothing down no. seven seventy one. So we jump out of the truck. We go running across this field, thinking you know we're gonna we're gonna get this pot belly pig, and we get how, how close did we get? We was within probably. 50 feet or yeah. so. Yeah. And I'm not lying, Nelson. This thing turns, and it didn't look like a potbelly pig. It looked like a boar that was angry. <laughs> T-Rex. Mad. T-Rex. I mean, call it what you want. And this dang thing chased us all the way back to the truck. I'm not lying. And we jumped in the bed of the truck and it stayed right there. We got in the truck, and we we're like, "All right, <laughs> yeah. we know why yeah. you're running around. No, we mess with, yeah, you. Go, with you. Go ahead and be a free range pot belly pig. <laughs> we'll catch you in the summer. Yep, yep we were nice. gone. We were gone. Wow. So, yep, that's so, that's one of about a thousand stories I could tell, and half of them probably shouldn't tell. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. No, we'll stick with the pig story. Yep, yeah, stick yep. with the pig one. Stick with the that pig. Was a fun one. <laughs> I like it. And don't tell anybody because we'll deny it. <laughs> well, I mean, you just put it on the internet. What? Yeah. For sure. Are we recording? Every day. Every oh time. Oh, my gosh. Yep. <sighs> so, Kevin, he's got us nervous. He said he had some curveballs for us. I already threw one. Yep. So, let's get after it. Okay. Let's get let's after it. Let's do it. So... When we when we get into this issue, when when we talk about this, I think 
I think I think you have to start. It, it goes back to kind of how we've talked about a lot of issues. Like there's there's got to be if we come from this from the angle of extremes in our life, then it better helps us to like understand these issues, you know, and 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 kind of work through them. And so that's why I think it's good to start with. Okay, at those high points in our life. How do we feel? What are we doing? What does it look like? You know, what does the home life look like? What does our spiritual life look like? What does our church family look like? What is, you know, what do our relationships look like? What does work look like? You know, at the highs. And then I think after we kind of talk about that, it's coming back and saying, okay, like what's different about the times where we're, where we're not pushing like that? Yeah. You want me to jump in here first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and I can, I mean, again, I can clarify questions, um, you know, if, if, if it, you know, if I need to kind of get specific with that, with some of that stuff, but, but that's, that's where I think we should start. No, I think, I think, I think that's a good place. You know, um, I think when people are on that high and the high part of your, um, where everything's going smooth, you're feeling good. Um, you're, you know, you're in the word and you're in engaged and you're being proactive and you're searching out relationships with people that are positive in your life. I feel like those are times that like it's directly correlates with the positive, you know, for the lack of a better term, positive energy that you provide for your family and the people that are around you. Um, I think it's easier. Go ahead. What do you, what do you think spurs that on though? Like what, do you, what, for you, I mean, I just let's get specific. Yeah. Let's get specific. Yeah, like, like, give me a. This was this point in my life, and here's why. So even like, because I think we can answer that, can't we? Yeah, like it's 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 a direct correlation with how much pursuit I am in pursuing God in my life. And I mean, a recent time that I see that most is during COVID. I mean, that was a scary time to be in healthcare, and that sat me down. And because when I was going to Iraq and Afghanistan, I didn't sit down and say like. I need to really get right with God right now and put that in the forefront and see how like, you know, to look for his protection and his safety. And, and I've matured into like when COVID happened, that's where I settled. And it was like, I'm putting it all at your feet and I'm diving into your word. And that's what we did as a family. So do you think it was the lack of like control and then add that, add in, add in the aspect of wife Kids, yeah, you know, yeah, because pregnant. if it's just me, I mean, yeah, because most for most people they would say, hey, if I'm going into a war zone, if I'm going as a as a person serving the military, that would be a, I mean, you're risking your life, right? Okay, I mean, really, I mean, you yeah. know that, like, even though like there were things that you did that it was pretty safe, you know, there were times where there it was there was a risk. There's a big risk. Sure, yeah. But it changes probably when you're talking about family. Now you have this oh, risk absolutely. that's that's come on, that's out of my hands. I yeah. can't control this, and it, it creates this. What 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 did it do? What did it make you do that you didn't do in times where it's just kind of more mundane and just kind of average? This is a drive to to try to, um, to better that situation and to be that rock and that foundation for my wife and my kids. You know, like to be that positive, like God driven direction for the family. Like I know that I should be, 
you know, and, and in that time of unknown certainties and unknown stresses, it was kind of like, that's where it really kind of settled in, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, to look back and then, and, and then if you go to the opposite direction is like where, you know, what's going on when that's not happening, you know, and it's like, you let all the stresses and frustrations and the simple things compound and get in the way of your relationship with God. And then that just, for me personally, that just basically compounds the issues. And then I get, you can see it in my attitude. You can see it in the way I react to situations, you know, whether that be at work, at home, in the car when I'm driving. You can see, I mean, like that old self of mine can come out when I know that I'm not pursuing God and I'm not in the word and I'm not actively engaged with people from church. And, and, and Does your wife ever call you out on that? Absolutely. Does she really? Oh, absolutely. That girl's got, she's got some ears on her, man. She can hear anything. Yeah, she knows. She throws down. She does. And that's what I need. Yeah. I mean, that's what you need. Like, I mean, personally, that's what's going to, that's what's going to help me to get refocused is for her to call me out and say, I mean, I'm not afraid, you know, to admit that my wife will call me on my bull and that's fine. Like as, as she should like, what, but what do you mean by bull? Uh, like when my attitude's bad, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's sometimes, you know, sometimes things slip through the filter (laughs) and sometimes she can hear it. It's pretty wild. You know, it's, it's amazing that, you know, you think you're being quieter than you are. (laughs) We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. So Jimmy, what are your thoughts? So, when when you had told me this 10 minutes before the podcast or i was supposed to be here for the podcast what the topic was my response was that i would be awful at giving anyone any sort of advice or direction on this topic because it's something that that i struggle with um it's easy when everything is going well um you know, you, you're on top of the world, you, you know, you're thankful, everything's going just the direction that you really think it should go, and or when you're in the bottom, you turn to God, yeah. say, God, you know, what do I need, what am I doing, what are you doing, like, why? Like the extremes. Yes, sides. Yeah. yeah, but then when you're in that middle of the road, things are just kind of going on. And I think a lot of times what it is, for me at least, um, is life is so fast and busy um, that you forget to just take time to slow down and simply just look at what's around us, look at what's going on, and there's always so much to be thankful for, um, at least for me, um, we're always way more blessed than, than what we, and, and I, but I struggle with that when, when things are going just okay. Um, it's either like I need to be pushing to make them way better than what they are at that point. Um, and then sometimes that turns into, to putting me back down at the bottom again. Yeah. Is, so can you think of a time like in your life specifically, if you were, were just be specific, you know, here's a time where I was at a high and just, you know, um, kind of on it and, and, and kind of honoring God with what I was doing or 
and or uh, a time where like a real low where you were just seeking God and 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 where you felt like there was a connection there more so just in those extremes. Um. So, and unfortunately, uh, and and this I say this meaningfully because um, I think a lot of us a high point for us is. Um, at least for me, um, financially, you look at that as like a high point. Um, and um, so for me, being a farmer, uh, probably the most rewarding thing for me and Kevin can relate, this is, you know, you strive, you work hard, you do everything you can do. And, 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 and at the end of the day, it's it's really... You have to just turn things over and say, okay, God, um, I've done everything I know to do. Um, and, and when you're blessed with timely rains and when you're blessed with a good market, um, those are times for me that I get on a high. Um, and and I hate that because, again, it leads back to money, which is can be very evil. Um, and and it, it can be... Uh, but but at the same time, it's not always financial because as a farmer, um, it's very rewarding to have a a crop. You've put all your you've done everything you can possibly do, and and to reap the benefit. I tell everybody this: um, I would rather have a bumper crop, strong big yields, than the market because at least I felt like with the good crop. I had a little hand in yeah. in what was happening to that crop versus a poor crop and a good market. I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um, but but that that leads to a high for me. Um, a low for me is is just uh, simply bad things happening to good people. Um, and that that pulls me down, and I, I guess I just I can't get an understanding. And and I've had a lot of conversation with Kevin um, about this, and uh, he's gave me a lot of great advice. And um, but but still hard to understand. And and so at that time, I I turn to God more, and you know, and and try to figure out you know what what's going on to to cause this, or why do why do we deal with this, and um, and and you know and the answer I get back a lot of times is just that um, when we talk about why we avoid the news here now um, is that God is looking down saying, you guys are the one that's miserable right now. It's not, it's not the ones that I'm calling away. <laughs> yeah. That's hard lesson learned though. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know what? For me, it's like you say. You know, I think. I think the times where, where I'm driven most, and this is this is weird. I think, and I think we all have different personalities, and so I think different things drive us. But like when there's problems, yeah. Like when there's when there's a a problem that needs fixed. You know, I. I can super focus on these on these issues and it creates this energy in me 
you know, to, to be more reliant on God because, you know, I'm not going to be able to get through it without him. And then it creates this environment where it excites me because it's, it's something that I can go after. It's something I can do. It's, 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 it's not, you know, just read your Bible and pray. It's not, you know, just go home and, 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 you know, uh, read with the kids and pray with the kids and, you know, have a conversation with your wife and encourage her in those times. Like there's this just real, Hey, like there's this goal, there's this thing I can go after. And and I, and I don't, you know, again, I think that's, I think it's, I think it's good like to be able to do that and kind of super focus in those times, but it's bad because it, (laughs) it almost, it could be really negative because I could, you know, I know this about myself. Like I, I could almost allow or create bad things to happen so that I can be in those moments where I'm just really driven and going after it. And so like that for me is like a, a super focus and a super like going after thing. Um, you know, as far as, and I guess that almost kind of fits that, well, a bad thing too. Um, and, and you a good characteristic that can be an unhealthy thing if if it's if it goes too far. Uh, a good gift that could be a negative thing if if you know if yeah. I go too far with it. Um, but the thing that I really struggle with, and this is why this topic just really, ex- I, I guess, it, it is something I want to talk about, is because it is hard to live just in the in the everyday life that that we're seeing and going through. And so, you know, my next question and, and the thing that I would, you know, that, that, that I'll hit on too is like, you know, when you're going through that, how would you define that for yourself? And let's use, let's be specific. Like here are the things that I notice, here are the things that create depression or create kind of that, I don't know how to explain that blah feeling that we have. Here's the things that, that create kind of this downward spiral that I can sometimes get on, you know, and, and just, I guess, define that, you know, in our lives before we talk about kind of maybe some of the ways to, to break out of that, or I guess to maintain a, you know, a a relationship with Christ. Yeah. So you're kind of like talking about like the normal day to day that kind of turns into just the like the like the doldrums the the dreary like kind of just grind yeah. and i think you know like for me personally it's um it's it's the feeling of never being able to like really get ahead like um i mean never to be able to like it i find myself and this is just really personal so like i mean everybody has a different way of saying it but like is I feel like I work hard. I feel like my wife works really hard and I feel like there's times where in those, in those just times of the grind, I see people that I get jealous of people. I mean, I'll put it out there. I I get jealous of people and what they have and that starts to twist on me and twist on my mind. And then I start to try to focus. I, I start focusing on what other people are doing and then not what I'm doing and then what can I do to get that? And then it just kind of compounds. And I mean, that's, and that's something that I've dealt with like, in the past. And again, I, you yeah. know, you don't have to, I, I guess, well, yeah, you do. Cause I'm asking the question. What is that? What do you mean? Oh, I mean, you say like, I see people and they have that and I want that. 
Uh, well, I, I just, I'm just know, asking. Just, you don't have to like say no, specifically. I'm not going to call somebody. It was out. this neighbor. No, and but it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's 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 people that do the same job as me that make forty percent more than I do. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's people that, um, and, and, and you know, like, and you know, and like, also you can, you know, I've talked to myself too, where it's like. You know, yeah, they might be living that way, but can they afford to live that way? I don't right. know. You know, those that's that's a total. But that in your head, all you're seeing is like, man, you know, like I, I, I'm in the grind, and I'm like doing everything I can that I know the best way to. And it's like, and sometimes it's hard to sit back and say like, this is where God's put me, and this is the blessings that He's given me, and they are overabundance of blessings. But I can get so focused on myself and sit there and go, like, what am I doing? And then it just spirals. And it does, and it grinds on me, and that's why I was off Facebook for over five years, hmm. legitimately. Because like, I mean, honestly, that's what Facebook is, though. Yeah, it is plastering this stuff of look at my life, and it doesn't even really that's represent the, that's, a person's you know, like, life. Like, like, I, like I've said about you know anything like you know Facebook or even even these like online dating. You don't put out there what you are; you put out what you want to be. It's, what it's you like this. want people to see. It's like this. I mean, how many vacation photos do you see posted of this family? They look like they're just having... Perfect. An, it's perfect. Everything's perfect, okay? But let me ask you this. Have you guys ever been on a vacation where you didn't get to like a knockdown drag Dude. out with your wife? Dude. Ever? Have you ever done one? Yeah. That happens my, every vacation. If my <laughs> wife listens to this one, this year was a rough one. <laughs> and our, our family pictures from this year... They show. Oh, they show. So, so you're saying your Facebook pictures this time uh, from this vacation our, represent accurately. Our little Lydia has the grimace the whole time, and it's phenomenal. <laughs> and I, you know, it, you know, at that time it was like terrible and aggravating. And then ten years from now, it's going to be like, yeah, you know. But anyway, you're going to love it ten years. But yeah. right now, but right now, about but it, so like that's where I see you clinching, you're white knuckling a little bit. You know, it was, it's been a long year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not over yet, bud. <laughs> Got a few more to go. <laughs> but that's where that, that, and that's where I kind of spin out of control, like mentally and uh, and physically. And that's, I mean, that's just you know personally, that's where I kind of get hit with it. Yeah, yeah. Good thoughts, Jimmy. You're gonna have to ask a question again. All right, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting in Cody's seat. So yeah, this makes sense. must be the chair. <laughs> um. No, so uh, just the the mundane, the average, you know, if you had to define those things that, you know, you talk, I mean, of course, this goes back to, you know, even the conversation we were having before you came. And I said, here's what we're talking about. And you said, well, I'm terrible at that. Why? What What is it about that time, you know, that you can say, you know, this, I'm terrible in these times. Why, why can you say that? What, what are the, what are the things? And, 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 and here's the thing that I think, you know, is, is beautiful about this podcast. We can be a little more specific in telling, okay, here's what it is, but, but here's how it plays out in my life. You know, um, here's why it's this way for me. Like, and, and so I, you know, use some of those things like to, to kind of define that. So, again, like I said, I mean, it, the problem is, and, you know, and it's back to just like with you, Nelson, sometimes we look at things um, from a financial standpoint, and um, and a lot of times 
there's there's such a balance um, there because the people that have the the things that money can buy look at a life of yours and say, right. I want the happiness and I want the family that this guy has, you know, and so, but, but as far as, um, like for me, when you get on, I don't know, you just get on like autopilot or you, you feel like, um, God, you've, you've kind of, I'm good right now, you know, everything's going just, just the way I want it to go, um, not fabulous, but not just, terrible just either. Enough. Just, yeah, just everything's just going kosher. You know, everything's good. And and those are the tougher times to to remain um, in his word and, and remain faithful because you, you feel like, okay, God, I, I really don't have anything to ask from you um, right now. I'm pretty content in everything that's going on. Um and so, so that is, that is the, for me, that's, that's why I, I claim that that's the toughest part for me because, um, you know, I'm not asking God to help me and, you know, and, and there's nothing that's just landslides above what is kind of the normal for me, which the normal for me is, is still a truly a blessing um, but sometimes that's just been the normal. So those are the times that you forget to be very thankful yeah, for, yeah. for what you've been dealt. So just, I mean, let, let's dive into this a little bit, you know, from a day in day out, like these are the things like, maybe I don't, maybe I would say like, I don't necessarily look forward to this, but I would say like, there is a, this generates excitement for me in my life and kind of motivates me and kind of moves me. What would those things be on a day in, day out basis? You know, uh, let me, uh, and I'll give you an example. Like for me, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like I get up and I think to myself, I've got this to do, I've got this to do, I've got this to do, I've got this to do. And all of it involves getting certain things done. And I sit down, so I sit down to write my sermon and I'm like, oh, gosh, I, I just got to, I got to bust through this because I'm not real motivated all the time. I get motivated like later in the week, you know, and when it's, when it's coming up and then I think about kind of the setting, I think about who's going to be there and I specifically write a sermon for Nelson Combs because I know he really needs Jesus in his life. Amen to that. <laughs> And I appreciate it. Sorry, I, everybody else. I've written a hundred sermons for Jimmy Craycraft because, <laughs> golly sakes, that guy needs Jesus so bad. No, um, but but like, I I don't I, I got to bust through that. I got to go do this other thing. I got to do this other thing, and and especially this time of year. And you know this, Jimmy. Like, harvest is coming, but it's far enough away that I don't have to worry too much about doing too much. I got a combine that needs a little bit of work. I got some semis that need a little bit of work. We got some millwright stuff we're doing, you know, but we can kind of, and so like, you know, I, I can do it. I cannot. I can, and it just kind of blah. But then, 
you go and do something like visiting someone or even like just sitting here and having this conversation. It excites me. Yeah. I don't necessarily like when I'm thinking about it, like want to do it. But then when I get there, like it generates this excitement where I'm just like, oh man, like I need to incorporate this more in my life. And then the enemy comes along and he's like, ah, you know, later, right? Right. When, when you're in between those times, yeah, don't do that. You know, go home, create some me time, blah, blah, blah. What's that thing for you guys in your lives? Just in a in an everyday day, like like, like in an everyday what's day like, in what's day like out, motivating. What's me? that thing like? What, what excites you? What gets you going? What you know? Because even even when we're living like that, even like when it's just average, there are things that just juice us up. You know, maybe get our heads back, kind of back in alignment. Yeah, I think I think I think like, and I think you're on track with like, I think we're pretty similar like goal oriented and like there's something that I need to conquer accomplish and like and so like you know when there's those those projects and tasks at the house where like where it's like well that's or even at work where it's like I can it's out of the ordinary and I can conquer it and I can achieve it Um, I, I think those are motivating times and for me daily it's like because I leave for work so early just to come like no one's awake and if they're awake they're in trouble like kind of type deal, right? So like, just to get them to to come home, just to have them at home when I'm home, and to like, and I've seen that with my job in healthcare to have a blessing of a job where it's Monday through Friday, and you know I'm home by three thirty in the afternoon. Like those times to come up on that driveway and see those girls out on that front porch, like dude, it sets you off, man. Mm. And I mean that's what motivates me. Yeah. So like, is to come home every day. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've had enough jobs where I, I didn't, I worked nights or whatever, or was traveling all the time. And so to have that opportunity, that blessing is, that's what, that's what gets me through the grind at work, whatever. Yeah. What do you think, James? So for me, and you know, and this is kind of, this is a real struggle at my house, um, My, I don't know, I guess, I have a lot of people that call me, talk to me, um, whether it's about farm equipment, whether it's about farming in general, whether it's about who knows what it's going to be about. Nothing about the school ever, probably. Uh, the school would fall in there as maybe at the top of the list. Um, so, I I get a lot of that. Um and and for me personally, that's um, it's a really cool thing, you know, because I feel like I'm very helpful, um, or try to be at least, and and to give people the correct information as to to what I believe and and what you know what the right thing is for for their situation. Um, but at my home and for my home life, that is that's a tough thing to deal with because my wife and kids sometimes suffer because of that mm-hmm. because i i i feel like um and my dad told me this years ago i guess and for me and and I, it's something that i really struggle with and and i pray about it a lot um you always feel like the people that love you the most will be there for you no matter what and so it's it's easy to put them um on the back burner on the back burner yep. and to try to to help those that um, you know, 
I don't know if it's I don't know if it's you're trying to win their love or or you just want to be helpful to them or or what it is, but but that's a really really tough thing at my house, and we deal with this a lot. Um, <laughs> my wife has to tolerate a lot from me because I am. Um, I deal with people for lots of different situations and, and I want to be helpful. I want to be there for everybody. Um, but from a time standpoint, sometimes I just need to block all that away and, and take the time to be there for my family. Um, and, and that's, a. am still trying to figure out where that balance yeah, is at. That's tough. Do So do you think those times where you're, you know, having those conversations and you're able to encourage someone or you're able to help somebody see, cause I, you know, I would say I, you and I've had a lot of conversations, you know, over the years and, and I've always told you like, just you're a very wise person. You have a lot of wisdom and, 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 and you do bless a lot of people by sharing that. Like, so is that something like that excites you? Like when you have those conversations, is that, is that something you look forward to? Even though, you, like, you know, like, hey, there's some negative here, and I got to be careful. Like, would you say, like, that's a time where, like, you feel more of a high in that? Like, no, it's it's amazing. I mean, you know, and because it's so rewarding to take someone that you know that calls you and, to, and that you feel like that you have been a blessing to. Um, I, I mean, it's it's great. But then in the back of my mind, I have the repercussion of, um, you know, is another night without really getting to spend any time with my wife or kids or, um, and, and, you know, like for me, um, fortunately we, we're leaving tomorrow evening, um, to go for a little five day trip to Michigan. So the wife and boys in Michigan, yeah, we're going to Michigan. Hunting? No, we're going just kind of a getaway. Um, on a lake. Do you have phone service there? I hope I would, not. I would like to call you. Well. I'm going to have some problems. I probably will block you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll block you. That happened after this phone call. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. You mean already blocked. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and hopefully it can be... Uh, just some time because my boys are, uh, of course, Lucas will be 17 the end of January and Toby is getting real close to 13. And so I know for me, those days are getting really limited because I can remember my 16 and 17 and 13 year old days that, um, I didn't want to be with mom and dad anymore. And so, so I, that's something that I'm really looking forward to and that, that my family really needs. And, uh, hopefully that's good. And we get to spend some time with one another and just go out and we're going to do some fishing and relaxing and really don't have anything planned, but, but we're really looking forward to that time. I'm going to share something that could incriminate me. So, uh. Just let's keep this on the down low. Oh, okay. This is the place for that. <laughs> so, I I just I I love that you brought this up, Jimmy, because it just it make I think it it's not a point that I had planned on 
like sharing or talking about, but I just, I think it really fits here. I think we get in those times where like life is happening and there's a few things, you know, from what he said that I think are just really good to kind of think about a little more. One is, you know, the motto we have in our family, and I think it's, you know, Jesus might have this motto too. It's, it's, it's others first, you know, it's, it's other people first. And I think that is such a big deal. And, and so you have this thing that you're talking about that is a, it's a great quality. It's a good thing. Like it's a, you're blessing people. You're helping people. Like, how is that a bad thing? But then the other side of it is exactly what Jimmy says. Like your family suffers, your wife suffers, you know, even your work at times can suffer because you're sitting there with on the phone when you should be doing something or you should be whatever. And, 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 and so it is like it's this balance. And here, here's what I'd say. It's not just that. I, there are times where like in my life, and I know this and I, you guys can attest to this probably too, it's, it's you go, 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 go. And you have to, okay? You got to work hard. You got to, you know, do what you're doing you know, for your business or for the church or for your family. And it's just hammered down all the way. And you know, like there are like, you, you know, like you can do that. You can sustain that for, for an extended amount of time. You guys probably done that in your life, but there is going to be a time you're going to hit a wall. It's going to happen. And, and, and you probably have figured out by the time. How old are you, Nelson? I'm 40, 40, 40. 40 and I am 39 so really I, I thought you was closer to 50 <laughs> than we are <laughs> 41 but like I mean you know by this point in your life you probably know where that wall is yeah yeah and and here here's the reality like we get that we hit that and then we try to keep going and what happens? It all falls apart. I mean, it, it just, yeah. you stay in this, this unhealthy place that, that you're not going to ever, you're not going to be able to push when you need to push and, because you can't push anymore. And you're, you're, you're using you, you yourself know, up. Ex- expecting a different result. Exactly. You know, every time. This is what I wrote. In, I wrote this the other day because uh, Nelson and Nate and I have kind of been doing this thing. We've been trying to get up in the mornings and, and read our Bibles. And, and in that, I've incorporated like some journal time. I wrote that exact same thing. The insanity kind of thing. The idea. insanity thing. Yeah. That we keep doing the same thing, hoping that we're going to get different results. Yeah. But we do it. And how many times have we get caught in that? And that's why this topic is so important. Because this is what I say. We got to have times where we go to Michigan. Probably not Michigan. Maybe not Michigan. I don't know why you're going to Michigan. You know, fail on your part. But, well, but, what, but it's vacation. Get away. Break away. Be with your family. Create something different in your life. Do something with your family. Do we gotta we gotta have these moments. But not it's not just that. Like for us, I think and this is the incriminating part. I so the other day I had to go to town. There's this thing we've been trying to ship for like months and it hasn't worked out. So I went to the store, I pulled it into the store, and I'm like, man, I'm tired. So I turned the truck off, rolled the windows down a little bit. I kicked the seat back and I laid down there and took a 15 minute nap. I hope my dad doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast because if he finds out, he's going to be ticked. I'm still scared of my dad. I'm 41 years old. I'm still scared of my dad. What's wrong with me? Um, but 
but I, you know, how guilty do you feel if you do something like that? How guilty do you feel? Yeah, it's it's really bad. Um, it's stupid. It's yeah. I mean, really. I mean, I'm I'm tired. You know, I know we got all these things to do, but like, I'll be healthier if I take 15 minutes and take a nap. And I know that, but I feel bad for doing it. I get up in the morning at 5.30. I feel guilty that I didn't get up at 5 like we talked about doing. Yeah. And and again, that's not an unhealthy thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've talked about, you know, like uh, with, you know, with my wife and, you know, like where it's like even going to the range for me. Like that's, that's like a rejuvenating time for me. Like I enjoy it or I used to hunt. I enjoyed hunting, but almost the guilt of being away from Taylor and the family overrode that. It's, I mean, I don't hunt at this point, you know? And so it's like, but yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, where it's like, just even though that's healthy for me to be in that environment and to to be in, in nature like that, like that's healthy for me to be there, but I still feel bad doing it. You can probably relate to the hunting thing. I, mean, oh, you, you, I know yeah. you hunted a lot. And your boys hunt, and you probably don't hunt as much as you as you used to. I uh, and and I I hate that because I I actually um, live to to hunt, and it's not there anymore. Well, and it's not and it's not cliche to think that like because I've always said it, but you know you're hunting, you're camping, you're fishing, like those are the moments for me that I'm like sometimes feel the closest to God. Like, it's not the moment when the deer's there, but it's it's the two hours before that the sun's coming up and you're out there alone and your thoughts, and, like, that's the moment that you're there for. In reality, like, you come out of there, you don't see a deer, and you've had a quality day, and you've had a good rejuvenating experience. But that, I know? think that, that experience is just the fact that we, we have that opportunity right. to get away. We shut down the internet. We shut down the news. We turn off the telephone um and and that's our time to there's nothing else to do except sit there and enjoy what what god has gave us and then the guilt like from being away from home kind of like yeah and then that sets in and then the thing the nine thousand things you have to do when you get back home and so now it's just and you know going back to like your point and and i'm just i'm just we're just trying to get some perspective that's all we're trying to do okay but go back to COVID when everything shut down. We, we talk and about it all time. forced us to step back from this life that we continued to beat our heads against, this wall of life, and, and stop. And as much as we say, hey, listen, like we don't, we're, not a, we, we're, not, we're not happy what happened you know, to people in that time, like we're not, but what we did appreciate was the fact that it forced us to stop. Yeah. And we create this guilt in our life to just to stop and take time for God. And and here's the other aspect of that. Okay. It's not just, it's not just taking a nap. It's not just going out and getting in the woods by yourself. It's that, well, I'll I'll use this as an example. So tonight, you know, I'm 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 going home and I'm on my way home and dad calls and says, Hey, Kevin, I need uh I need some help um 
finished sweeping this this uh, the the bin out. We had some wheat left in the bin, and we were putting it out on a grain cart so we could load it. And uh, so I I come home and back to the farm, and I get out and 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 I'm walking around. And I'm like, well, I'm just gonna jump in. Dad's like, ah, I can do it. I'll I'll jump in. You you stay out here and run the grain cart. I was like, no, I'll jump in. And I got in there, and I'm thinking. You know why does why does he do that? Like he's he's sixty he's sixty three sixty two years old. Like he could easily say, "Hey, listen, like young buck, get in there." But why does he do that? And I, I mean, in my mind, I'm just I'm just processing this. Well, I know why, and you guys know why too, because once I start moving that shovel and scooping the grain and throwing it up and sweating, and I'm I mean, there's dust. It's miserable. Like it's not fun. Once I start moving, once I start sweating, once I start doing this, I start feeling good. Now, how's that possible? Doing a miserable job like that. Dad knows what that does. Yeah. When you stop and you let yourself atrophy, <laughs> you know, there's a good term, atrophy. That's medical. That you. is. Thanks for pointing at me when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. No, it was a personal thing. When you atrophy, like... It makes you miserable, but we do that crap. Yeah. And and so this is this is what it made me think about. And this is why I think, you know, talking about what we're talking about tonight. Like God has set up these things to do. That if we do them, it creates health in our life. It doesn't mean it's all perfect, it doesn't mean all great, it's it's all great, but it creates health in our life. When 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 we get up and we and we're in the Word, you know, I went through a whole year where I was listening to the Bible, and it became just this rote, mundane thing that I did, and it wasn't valuable to me. It, there were days where it was challenging, but like we got back to just opening our Bibles and reading. It. There, dude, there's value in that. I don't know why it's different, it yeah, but it's sure. it's valuable. Yeah. I I, yeah. I write some really stupid stuff in the journal that I'm doing, but there's value in that. Mm-hmm. And doing it every day. There's value in getting up and forcing yourself to get up. There's value in shutting it down and going to bed on time. There's value. And, and these are all things, not, not specifically the bedtime, but these are all things that we know like God has created us to live in. And when we do, it creates health. And the reality is like so much we push against that and don't. Do the things that we know if we did them would create health in our life. And I think at the end of the day, like that's the answer, isn't it? Yeah. We already have. It's already written there. My dad knows if he jumps in that bin at 62 and he starts working that shovel, even though he doesn't want to, if he pushes past the I don't want to do that, but I go in there even though it sucks, I'm going to feel better when I get out because I accomplished something. It's the same thing. I mean, am I wrong? Do you do you guys see that? Is that something you guys see? Is that something that that, that makes sense for you in your lives? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, well, I mean, you look back at the times in your life where it's like you felt most healthy and stuff. Is the stuff the times you were most active, and whether that being you know physically or in the word or you know in in your job or pursuing goals and achieving them, it's it's when you're atrophied and you know and complacent and that that you feel the worst, and then that compounds and then you know just gets worse yeah any thoughts james yeah so um 
No, you're right. And that's the thing. Like, so when we have uh, a lot going on um, and a lot that we, uh, we self-control, um, you know, we, that's self-rewarding, you know, the things that, and I had a lot of devotional books. There's a, there's an author by the name of, uh, I think it's Steve Chapman. Have you ever heard of him? I think so. Yes. So he's a really avid outdoorsman, um, written a lot of, uh, devotional books and, and I had a few of them. And of course I read through all those really fast, faster than you should, just because they were, they were really good. Um, and so when I had those, like, I, I really look forward to that. Um, and, uh, but, um, yeah, so I don't know. No, and I, and I, and I think that's part of it too. It's when, when, when we have these things that we incorporate in our lives, it, it brings health to us. And I think, you know, going back to it, like, um, that's, that's, we can easily look at scripture and say, okay, like God is calling us to this life. And when we, when we lean into that versus what we want to do, it's always better. You know, when I, when I get home at night and I want to veg out, I mean, it's easy. How do you feel after that? You it, know, yeah. It, it never, it never, never gives you what you right. want to get out of it. You know, and and you sit there, and my wife is wanting to have a conversation with me, and and all I want to do is watch Hard Knocks. You know, with the Detroit Lions. Have you been watching that at all? No. Is <laughs> that a real question? It's fantastic. And anyway, what, what state did that come from? <laughs> Oh, shoot. He got me. He got me. He got me. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, but but we these things that like selfishly we want to do. But I'll tell you this. I went out. My, my boy's been wanting to go fishing, and, and I took him fishing the other day. I didn't have time for it. You know, I didn't even really want to do it, but I got out there, and I untangled his line 15 million times. <laughs> And the boys started casting pretty decent. We didn't catch a dang thing. Doesn't we were out matter. there. Does it matter when you go fishing, Jimmy? Like, is there certain times of the day like it's better? Yeah, well, the timing. And when you're a farmer, and that's why my dad has decided to go ahead and fully retire, because spring and fall is the times to fish. Is it? Yes, that's when you catch the fish. What about, like, in, just just say, and I know we're going way off topic and we're over time, so I, you're looking at me, you're pointing at me, you're yelling at me with your eyes, okay? <laughs> so just stop right now. We're talking about important things. I agree. 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but is, is there a time of day that's better? Like, like old, old, you know, just pond out. out. I mean, you're going to probably be able to catch fish about any time of the year in a pond. Uh, usually early morning okay. or late evening. See, we were out there in the middle of the day. Noon. I knew we weren't going to catch anything. <laughs> I got a couple nibbles, but I knew we were going to catch anything. Don't but matter. it was rewarding. I'm sitting there with my boy. Now, I did make him stay out there longer than I should because by the end, he's like, Dad, I'm hot. I want to leave. And you know how that goes. Like, it just starts and it goes on. I don't have anything to drink, Dad. <laughs> 
Drink some of the pond, you little <laughs> <Yeah>. turd. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole pond of it. <laughs> but it's things like that. When 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 you when you go after them, I think God knows He designed us. He created us this way. And if we lean into living the way that He's created us to, and stop trying to figure it out ourselves, or do it ourselves, or create these lives for ourselves that aren't going to reward us. It's, it goes back to what we've talked about and what we just said, doing the same thing and hoping for different results. Man, we got to break that mold, yeah. you know? Our families need us to. You know, I just think about, you know, we've been, I, I keep referring to this, but we've been getting up and trying to read our Bibles and this just kind of holding each other accountable on that, you know, and, and even like dieting. I mean, I hate dieting, but like I feel better when I'm eating certain certain foods. I feel better when I get up and I just remember those times in my life where I would get up in the morning and I would get ready for school and I would look over and my dad had these ugly glasses that he'd put on and he'd have his Bible open on his lap and I think about what that meant to me and what that instilled in me we have those opportunities you know now in our life to do the things right to to live the life that God is calling us to, to be an example to our children and the people around us, you know, to bless them, but then be blessed because we're doing it the way God wants us to. And I, and I just, you know, as, as I think about this issue, I think that's what it comes down to more and more and more and more in our lives. Lean into what we already know God wants us to do. And the Holy spirit is not, you know, he's not holding back. He's, he, he, we know in our hearts what those things should be. We know what the right thing is. He's instilled that in our lives. And I don't care if you're a Christian or not and you're listening to this podcast. Like, he, he has put that on your heart. And if you do those things, you'll be rewarded. And when you feel that way and you're in those moments, God is, God is there's a hundred things you could do. There, we have these amazing things, these cell phones. And, and, and just like Jimmy, it's a phone call. Make a call. I, I feel like so many times God has put in a certain individual in my heart and I'm too busy to make that call, that call. But when I do, it's always rewarding. And, and, and I think it's just constantly hearing the spirit in our lives and leaning into the things um, that we know he wants us to do. That's all I got. Dig it. Jimmy, will you close some prayer? Sure. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to you, Lord, and thank you for the time that you've given us here um, with this podcast. Lord, we thank you for the time on earth. Lord, we just ask that you be with us, um, even when things are just normal, Lord. um, Show us that we still need you, Lord, and we still need to come to you, Lord, um, and just ask you for advice and advice. Lord, to just lead us to the direction that we need to go for our families or for for those that need us, Lord, um, that we could just be a light for them. And Lord, we just ask that you um, bless the people that hear this. And Lord, we just ask that you be with us, keep us safe, keep us healthy. And Lord, we just thank you for your son, Jesus. And we ask this in your precious name. Amen. 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 James Grant. Craycraft, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, good. Thanks for thanks for having me on such a long notice. I've been looking forward to it for uh, probably. 
10 minutes. But it's been great. It's been great. And uh, it's always uh, it's time that uh needed. Good. 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 Us too. Yep. We uh we'll have you back, buddy. I don't know whether to look forward to it or not. Yeah. I hope I maybe will. in the presence of different company. Nelson's okay, but maybe I uh, warn you you'll get the same <laughs> amount of notice. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> and next time we can talk about our rat killing sessions. Yes, those yeah. were fun times. Yes. And yes. Cliffhanger. Fun. Next time. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Jimmy's next podcast. I like it. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is Nelson signing out, and we'll see you. Bye. Bye.